Hello everyone and welcome to the Entropy H Daily Review podcast by Mikhail Lisakov. Episode 10. Today is still 2020, November 6th, and today I'm reviewing a paper by Sebastian Cameron and co-authors entitled The Complex Multi-Component Outflow of the Cipher Galaxy NGC7130. I will read the abstract directly from the archive webpage because it is like two times shorter than that in the actual paper. AGN are a key ingredient for understanding galactic evolution. AGN-driven outflows are one of the manifestations of feedback. The AO mode for MUSE at the VLT permits to study the innermost tens of parsecs of nearby AGN in optical. We present a detailed analysis of the ionized gas in the central regions of NGC7130, an archetypical composite ciphered and nuclear starburst galaxy. We achieve an angular resolution of 0.17 arc seconds, approximately 50 parsecs. We performed a multi-component analysis of the main ISM lines and identified nine kinematic components, six of which correspond to the outflow. The outflow is biconic and has velocities of few hundreds kilometers per second with respect to the disk. We decomposed the approaching side of the outflow in the broad and narrow component uh, with typical velocity dispersions uh, below and above uh, 200 km per second respectively. The blue shifted narrow component has substructure, in particular a collimated plume aligned with the radio jet, indicating that it may be jet powered. The red shifted lobe is composed of two narrow components and a broad component. An additional red-shifted component is seen outside the main outflow axis. Line ratio diagnostics indicate that the outflow gas in the main axis is AGN-powered, whereas the off-axis component has liner properties. The ionized gas mass outflow rate is 1.5 solar masses per year, and the kinetic power is 3.4 by 10 to the 41st power ergs per second which corresponds to 0.15% of the bolometric AGN power. The combination of high-angular resolution integral field spectroscopy and a careful multi-component decomposition allows a uniquely detailed view of the outflow in NGC7130, illustrating that AGN kinematics are more complex than traditionally derived from less sophisticated data and analysis. First, as a reader, I'm really thankful to the authors. Besides shortening the abstract for the archive, they have also added references to all the relevant sections of their paper in the summary. This is very convenient, and as a reader, I really appreciate it. The cornerstone of the paper is the algorithm that is capable of uh, fitting multiple kinematic components for the same line of sight, so for the same pixel in the spectral map. With this method, the authors were able to distinguish between nine different components. These include the disk, blue-shifted, zero-velocity and red-shifted narrow components, and blue-shifted, zero-velocity and red-shifted broad line. The authors have prepared a sketch to describe the nuclear region of this galaxy, and uh, in the sketch it is apparent that there is a radio jet, there is a disk, and there are some broad outflows, so everything is depicted uh, in the sketch. Interesting to note that 
the torus is almost perpendicular to the disk of the galaxy, while the radio jet is almost parallel. The authors have discovered a new morphological feature in this galaxy, a nuclearine that is larger than the one that was already uh, known. An important thing about this large nuclearine is that it is almost comparable in size with the inner part of the bar of this galaxy. It is represented as several clumps and it would be great to conduct some ALMA observations of this galaxy because ALMA would be, I think, would be able to reveal the whole structure of this uh, secondary, not just several clumps. So we just have to wait for several years. It is interesting to compare the mass outflow rate of uh, 1.5 solar masses per year with those uh, reported for other nearby galaxies uh, with a range of from 1 to 70 solar masses. It might be that due to misalignment of the molecular torus and I think hence the accretion disk around the black hole with the disk of the galaxy, it is probably more difficult to retract the momentum of uh, the inflowing gas and feed the black hole. That's why it might be not that active and not pumping out a lot of mass. The only part of the paper that I actually have not understood is that why the authors claim that the radio jet visible to the south of the nucleus is associated with the jet that is receding from the observer. With my background of powerful relativistic jets, um, I usually assume that what is approaching us is the one that is visible. So I left with some misunderstanding. But overall, the paper is very comprehensive and is very well written. And it was really a pleasure to jump to specific sections using the references in the summary. Thank you, authors. And thank you all for listening, for being with me this week. And see you on Monday.